but I don't have an out. I choose. And again, that's really important. I actually, right. literally, I do have an out. I could divorce you at any time. Of course. I could walk away from you anytime. I have that freedom. Then you couldn't stop me. Nope. But I choose to never exercise that right. And I choose to just stay committed to you because that's the right thing to do. And that's the right way to treat you as another human being. Right. And I want to make sure that I treat you correctly. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what if I get married and then find someone better? Ouch, is that just a killer question? Yeah. What do you do with that? And I know there are people out there who have ask this question even if it's been subconsciously and they haven't been honest with themselves this question is out there for a lot of people out there who are married or getting married getting married so let's let's tackle this one what do you say okay here we go this is a instagram reel clip whatever they're called nowadays that i came across and it is so thought-provoking Excuse me, everybody. I need to go get some mouthwash because I had coffee this morning and my wife is cringing. She's doing everything she can <laughs> can to be polite and kind, but her nonverbal communication is communicating clearly that I have bad breath. Particularly when you kind of have a little non-loud burp and it just adds to the, oh, the excuse flavor. Me. Be right back. <laughs> Say nice things about me while I'm gone. Say nice things. He's an amazing husband, and he can read nonverbal really, really well. Um, it's not like I uh, hide it very well either. So, and here he comes. I've always wondered who we could ever find for sponsors for this podcast. <laughs> right there, baby, Listerine. How to keep your marriage healthy. <laughs> How to keep your wife happy. By, by not grossing out your spouse because <laughs> of coffee breath. <laughs> Should we try this again? Sure. Here we go. This is a fantastic clip. And I want to get your reaction to it because I don't think you've heard it. Okay. I think it is super insightful, super... Um, it is something that every couple needs to hear, especially if you're early in your marriage, okay. even pre-marriage kind of stuff. So let me play it for you here. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story and every woman listening to this is gonna cringe. Okay, you ready? One day we're sitting down and I can sense Kelly's ready to get married. And, and I said, what if after we get married, I find someone better? <laughs> Yeah, it was horrifying. All the women are gasping right now. And the interesting thing was, she goes, oh, she goes, is that it? And I was like, wow, okay, Gosh. what kind of woman are you? Yeah. And she goes, <laughs> I, she, I know, like... right. That is not the response of most women, I'm sure. Like slap, right? <laughs> she said, of course that's going to happen. And I was like, what? Oh. She goes, Mike, as we get older, there'll be prettier, younger women. What you have to decide if you want to be with one person for the rest of your life, you have to choose your choice. And she's like, you have to wake up every single day and choose me. And then you have to wake up the next day and choose me. She said, Mike, this is not just for marriage, but this is for anything great that you're ever going to do in your life. If you're going to endure and persevere and do big things in life, you have to choose your choice. Wow. 
What's the initial thing that sticks out to you? I've got about a million thoughts on this, well, but well, what stands be, out? Besides the first kind of gasp of yeah. like, really? You asked that question? Yeah. And you were honest. You were able to answer it honestly and say, what if I find someone better? But, but my o- overwhelming thought is, holy moly, that woman was mature, yeah. wise, yeah. and confident. Conf- yes. And it's like, how, I just want to know how old were they when they <laughs> yeah. when they were and how do I become like you? Yeah, because I would have never had those thoughts. No. I would have never even known to think those things if you had asked me that question. But do you think her answer was a good answer, a oh my, wise answer? I do. Why? Because hold, hold on one second. Oh, we're gonna turn the heater off since it's buzzing. Okay. Well, I, I think it's a wise answer for regardless of what the question was, because every day you have to get up and choose to love me. Yeah. You have every day when I do something stupid, you have to choose to love me anyway. Yeah. And so it's a choice. It's a conscientious choice. Do you think there's anyone out there who wants to be in a long-term sustainable relationship or marriage that this advice doesn't apply to? No. No. I don't. It applies to everything. And again, her wisdom in saying, of course there's going to be someone prettier or younger or better than I am because we're all getting old. We're all going to sag, bag, and drag at some point. We're all going to decline. But she also was willing to call him out to say you have to make a choice. Yes. Are for you sure. going to choose me every day for the rest of our lives together? I have a high expectation that you're going to do that. Yeah. And he can have the high expectation of her as well that she's going to choose him as well. I think that's what's lacking in a lot of um, relationships nowadays. Well, there's actually some research out there that actually demonstrates and shows that the number one thing that makes marriage successful, if you want to know what it is, the number one thing that makes marriage successful is marriage. It's the act of committing to a person and removing the options to get out of a relationship later on. Because once you put that mindset into place that says, I have made a commitment and I am not going to be held captive by the whims of my feelings or random circumstances, I will stick it out. I will endure. I will solve the problems when they come up rather than trying to figure out a way to escape the problems is what actually makes marriages survive the most. And there are a lot of individuals, and this might be really challenging for a lot of couples out there who are listening to this going, I want to keep my options open. I don't actually want to be um, captured, caught. I don't want to be limited by making a legal binding commitment of marriage or a spiritual vow to some other person because what if, just like this person said, what if I find something better or what if circumstances change? And they, as an individual, but I would also argue as a culture, um, we have entered into this very disposable economy. If I don't like something, if it's not working for me, I will, I will throw it out. I will replace it. it, I will send it back and I will find something else that's going to make me happier right now. Right. And 
that brings, I would argue, momentary pleasure because anything shiny and new is just always lovely and it's fun. But you also miss out on those opportunities to create deep knowledge of another human being right. or being known in a deep way. Right. And you end up living very shallow relationships and very shallow existences with individuals. Right. But it is scary to commit to something and saying, I am making a commitment to work this out when things get hard because I've made a commitment to this. Yeah. It's actually very old school thinking, but nowadays. But I'm going to, again, I'm going to make the argument. I'm going to make the case that says this will actually be better long term yeah. in your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. This was brilliant. I don't know who this is. Um, I will make sure I get credits because obviously this isn't ours. And I'll make sure I credit uh, in the podcast who this is and provide a link to um, what this clip is um, and who these people are because it's just gold. Yeah. And, you know, we're not the only ones who have a... a, a corner on the market of how to have healthy relationships. There's a lot of really good people out there and whoever these people are, I'm actually going to think about reaching out to them and loving to have a conversation with them on this podcast yeah, about this very topic. I think that would be, just be amazing. So we should do that at some point later on. I think that's a great idea. Um, let me ask a personal question related to this then. Yes. When you and I have been in these moments where I have massively disappointed you, where I have been hard to live with, when I have been frustrating or discouraging or disappointing or just boring in some way, what have you done with some of those feelings when the warm fuzzies, the, the strong attraction we have towards each other, when those have been waning and right. we are in just kind of the doldrums of relationship, long-term relationships. Because sure. over 30 years, we ebb and flow in terms Absolutely. of how much we actually like each other and how much we tolerate each other. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I guess. So can you think of a time where I've been hard to live with? And what did you kind of do internally or mentally with that moment? And then I'll tell you my moments, even though it's only happened once for about once. 20 minutes, right. about 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think of any, any specifics. Um, I guess the thing that comes to mind the most is um, before we even got married, I, I committed to following you wherever you go. And every time I, or any time, I won't say every time because that makes it sound like it happens a right. lot. But when it does, when it does occur, that we're just kind of like eh, on the dull spots. How's that go? Eh, on the dull spots. <laughs> okay. Um, that verse just pops back into my head. Sure. That and it reminds me that I have made a commitment. Yeah. And, um. And. I have learned, we've been married 30 years. Yeah. I have learned that those times are a season and there's a reason for those yeah. feelings. Yeah. Um, and it's usually either your back is out or my, I've got some yeah. issue going, going on or circumstances, but everything is is for a season. Sure. We never get stuck yeah. where we're at yeah. unless we choose to stay stuck. Yeah. And so the, those things have helped me hmm. a lot to get through those. Hmm. Um, 
And then I think the other thing is just talking to you about it. Being open and honest about it. Yeah. Hmm. Which is, that's for me is hard. Sure. Because I'd never like to say. No. Tell you that I'm disappointed or, or that kind of thing because I just don't want you to feel bad. Of course. But talking about it helps us move through it. Yeah. Clearly. And it helps me not sit in it for very long. Right. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. That absolutely makes perfect sense. And there's something else, but I can't remember what it is right now. So when you start talking, You'll I'll probably it. remember. It reminds me of another research um, paper out there that actually shows that couples who are genuinely miserable in their marriage, um, but they stuck it out. They just stayed in the commitment and they started to do something to kind of fix it or work on it five years later or actually report themselves to be incredibly much happier. Uh, so again, we have these very short-sighted view of really difficult marriages. Um, and so being able to get into that mindset of I'm playing a long game, um, put into a sports metaphor. I mean, you're, you're down by several points. The game's not going your way, but there's still three quarters of the game to be played. Um, you can't just give up halfway through. You can't take your ball and go home. Um, you have to stay in the game. But you also keep uh, adjusting your plays. You get right. better at your plays. You keep practicing. You you do stuff to actually change the circumstance, to change the situation, and things do actually get better. Uh, it just it it right. there is hope. I guess is what we're trying to say. There is hope for those of you who are in a marriage right now, and you're just going, "This is miserable. We are just not happy at the moment." Right. The the other thing I did take it came it, back. It, see, the Always other thing does. is that. Um, I also think about, we've put a lot of hard work into our yeah. marriage. Yeah. Um, and I have invested a lot of my self, my story, my deep wounds, all of that mm. into, into you yeah. sharing those with you, yeah. working through them with you. And honestly, I don't want to have to do that again. <laughs> I just don't want to start over. No. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, that really, makes sense. that's really a big, a big sure, thing as that's well. Great. Because, because we may be going through a doldrum. Yeah. But the idea of going, okay, well, starting I'm done with again. this and starting over. <sighs> exhausting. I would much yeah. rather do the hard work <laughs> here that's already got a history of hard work that's a good point than to start completely over again yeah you're very wise you're very wise in that. i mean and maybe, pragmatic and but maybe wise. that's selfish i don't know but no that's great that but, makes perfect sense um, it really and truly that that is just one thing of like look at all the work we've put into this why yeah. would i start over yeah just that makes perfect so. sense in the moments when I have been frustrated with you, disappointed with you, discouraged by you, when it's like I'm actually not enjoying being married right now, the th mindset, the thing that I keep coming back to is I am not called to love you because I get to be happy. I am called to live a sacrificial life for you. Right. I am called, I am accountable Um to God. And again, I right. know not everyone who listens to this podcast has the same faith system as us, and that's just fine. But when there is a bigger commitment than just to my wife, and I see myself as being accountable to, to our creator, um, then the stakes are much, much higher. Yeah. Um, because it, I would, I don't want to disappoint you at all, 
But because again, my faith system and because I want to be a man of integrity and because I want to do the right thing and I want to be growing in wisdom and maturity, um, as I get older and as I go through life, um, that commitment to God, that commitment to, um, to be accountable to him clearly makes, um, my decisions much, much easier because yeah. it's like, okay, this is hard. This is disappointing. This is frustrating, but I don't have an out. I choose. And again, that's really important. I actually, right. li- literally, I do have an out. I could divorce you at any time. Of course. I could walk away from you anytime. I have that freedom. Then you couldn't stop me. Nope. But I choose to never exercise that right. And I choose to just stay committed to you because that's the right thing to do. And that's the right way to treat you as another human being. And I want to make sure that I treat you correctly. So um, that is the first kind of mindset thing that I have to have in place. And then I do what you've already suggested, which is um, usually not the first thing I do. I wish it was the first thing I do, but usually after a a season of going, Oh, wait a second. If I'm honest with myself, I'm struggling with this internally. We need to sit down. We need to have a conversation and I need to be transparent and vulnerable and honest with you. Here's what's disappointing me. Here's what's making it hard. Here's what's happening internally. I, I share with you, I give you what's going on internally. And it's not always easy for you to hear when you've been disappointing me or, no. you know, all of that. And I never want to hurt you. But I also know that keeping that to myself and letting this weirdness, letting this kind of distance or this this um, wall grow between us um, becomes problematic. Yeah. And so I, I, I can either choose between this hard or that hard. Right. Be quiet and let it get worse or have a hard conversation now. It's always a decision between hard or hard. I would rather choose the healthy hard thing to do that I know is going to bring us back into relationship much, much faster. Yes, absolutely. So that's kind of the approach we take. That's what's kind of worked long term. Um, That's what has been absolutely um, sustainable. Yeah. This was a brilliant clip. Again, I will put a link to who this was and where they're from, and then I'm going to reach out to them. I just decided to do that right now in the middle of this conversation and go, hey, do you want to be a guest on a podcast? That'd be awesome. I think that'd be cool. We'll let you know how that turns out. Um, But um, if you want to find out more resources on on how to have a healthy relationship, again, if you're going, okay, this is sounding new, but I don't know how to do this. um, And and this is all good in theory, but we don't know how to actually solve the problems that we're sitting in right now. um, We encourage you to go to securemarriage.com. And on that has um, several courses. There's a lot of free stuff on there as well. This podcast primarily is uh, one of the big free resources. Um, But if you wanted a place to start, you can start with what we call the Relationship Roadmap. It's a one-hour program that uh, has nine tools in it. And we have yet to find a problem in any marriage, in any couple, anywhere that those nine tools don't solve that problem. That's how powerful it is. Um, And we've actually made that challenge to people as we've kind of presented and done workshops of you can come up with a problem that isn't solved by one of these things. We'll give you a cookie or a prize or something like that, but we haven't found one yet. So, 
Um, that's how confident we are in how good of a, a program this is. And it is very affordable and it is actually comes with a money back guarantee. So there's not a lot to lose if you are serious about wanting to make some changes and improvements in your relationship. So go to securemarriage.com, uh, find the relationship roadmap. There's links to it everywhere, um, as well as some other uh, programs we have on there. But our job here on the Secure Marriage Podcast is to provide tools and resources and uh, ways for couples to have healthier, happier, longer lasting marriages. Yep. So that you fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Yeah. Got to put the tagline in there somewhere. Somewhere. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lovely. And and just in case, we apologize for the bouncy video because no, my husband likes to... It's on a stabilizer. You can rattle this thing. I guess it does wiggle a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's do this. But maybe Let's you can stabilize that. the video post-production. Post-production. It can always be fixed in post. Yep.